Brewers Hardware specializes in stainless steel parts for your home brewery. From conicals to triclovers, you can find it at brewershardware.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDowell, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Brewers Hardware. Hardware, yeah. Wah, wah. Started by home brewers. I meant to buy something, but I couldn't remember the name. Uh, all my. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I, I thought, well, I go back and listen to the episode. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. Yeah, but then you have to hear yourself talk. Exactly. I hate listening to myself. I, well, I, I got can't over stand it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's not I, too when bad. I'm driving along, sometimes I'll put on a random show on the yeah. BN Mobile thing. Right. Yeah. And pretty soon I'll be listening. And I'm, Oh, I'm on that show. And then you're thinking. Pretty soon I'm listening like. Well, then you're thinking. Oh, what's that guy talking about? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Well, either that's, either that's, I think. That's the way I think about it. Oh, wait. That's freaking me. Either I think I'm a total asshole or I'm surprised. I'm like, wow, I actually, that's good information. I had yeah, forgotten. I've, I've had that happen. Like, <laughs> when, well, I'm probably yeah, pretty smart oh, there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, wow, that's that's good stuff. I, I'm, I'm not actually making that, that up. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because people ask questions and then you think about well, it's it. It's like your book. Well, you've got it down. You should probably just start listening. You know, you know. Right. Well, that's a, that's the thing. Every once in a while, I got to look stuff up in the books yeah. that I've written. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least you got one place to go rather than twenty. Right? You have to look up your own knowledge. Yes. <laughs> when you get older and you write your memoirs, like two years later, you're going to be oh, I, I'm like, I, what I, happened? I tell to you me? a story. Like, what did oh, I do? Yeah. Then you go back yeah. to your your third volume of memoir. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You're not looking up theories and stuff. You're looking up details like recipes and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. It's also our, theories our, and stuff. I mean, it you know. Here's what I think. I just don't have enough brain to store all the information that I've picked up. Well, who would? Really? Yeah. Well, some people are happy. Yeah, but not yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and the interesting thing is I can remember a lot of little details about a lot of different things. But I have trouble with people's names like you wouldn't believe. Oh, God. I can, it's tough. I mean, I know you guys, and that's about it. <laughs> I know my time. family. I've got, I got like, you know, literally, no kidding around. I have about 50 names that I can remember. Yeah. And, you know, as we hire more employees, it's getting more difficult. I'm yeah. like, uh, you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you should make them wear different colored shirts, or at least uh, shirts like, with their name. There. Yeah, give them numbers yeah. or like, with their like name. One. We're gonna, uniform. We're call it a team spirit thing. We're all going to wear numbers. Yeah, I, I don't mean, and, and, you know, look, we all go out to different events, and especially meeting so many people over yeah, so yeah. many years. Right. Hey, JP, it's good to see you again. Hey, man, what's up, the, buddy? We, the weird thing, <laughs> the the weird thing is you? this. So people are like, yeah, I was here like three years ago. And, you know, and you showed us around. I'm like, uh, there's some Australian guys that go, yeah, we were here two years ago. And you showed us around. I'm like, uh, yeah, I kind of recognize your face, but. Uh. I've never even met an Australian right. guy. And Who then, are you? And then uh, yeah, well, there's and a- later on they go, oh, actually, it was three years ago we were here. I'm like, oh, that's why I didn't re- remember you. Three years. You told me two. I had you categorized differently. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be like, I'll be like, and seeing somebody come up and I go, hey, what's your name? Nice to meet you. We've met before. Oh, really? When last night? Like, oh shit! Right? No, I told. I, remember I, told, the, I told the story. I name. <laughs> uh, here, here's the worst. I know we're getting totally off track. Yeah, I'm in. Right. I'm in Nebraska. We're at uh, um, Nebraska. The brewing. 
Uh, Omaha. And, and, yeah, you and, are bad. Papillon. No, we're there, <laughs> and I'm meeting people, right? We're all standing around, and, and it's, it's a wonderful place, wonderful event, wonderful people. And I'm shaking hands with people, and they're introducing themselves. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're talking for you know a couple of minutes, and then it's like, well, i got to go order some food. So I walk over to the bar, and there's this guy sitting there, and he turns to me and looks, and he nods. And uh, I go, hey, I'm Jamel, you know, and shake his hand. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm Joe. I met you five minutes ago. <laughs> you see? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I just, you know, but here's the weird thing. So someone will say to me, I'll meet somebody at NHC or something. They go, sure. ah, you, you won't remember, but I emailed you a question about, you know, this, that, the other thing, <laughs> you know, five years ago, and you took a bunch of time to answer it. And I'm like, I remember that. Yeah. So it was, you know, you had this thing going on and that thing. And then uh, I told you to do this. And I can remember all those details. Uh -huh. I remember it because I, it, it means a lot to me to get the answer right. right? You relate. You have a place to put it. Right. You don't have a name. It's important to me that, you know, I don't give them the wrong information. So that sticks. And it's not that I don't like meeting people and that, you know, I don't, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I you do remember time, their names, though. That's pretty nice. I, I can't remember names because yeah. the names are all, you know, it's like John, Bob, Steve, Patty. It's just like, yeah, okay. I don't know. Well, it should have been. If you had a, you had a weird that, ass name, I could probably remember that. Angie's and Michelle's, those are the ones I'm trying to remember. <laughs> and the Bettys and the Lindas yeah, like, and the yeah. Diane. Those guys, I don't give a shit. Hey, buddy. Hey, Captain, what's up? Captain. Chief. Hey, Chief. Boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Chief hey, guy. Buddy. Yeah. Hey, pal. So the secret to sticking in your memory is to monopolize your time for a good chunk of your life. So if I'm going to yes. meet you like at some event, I'm going to like just nonstop harass you and guarantee that you will remember me Whoa. five years later. That'll give me a handy or something like that. Yeah. I can do that, too. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, they used to do the game of the handy. That NHC. You forget. All right. So now, uh, Brewers Hardware. Yeah, they, they started by home brewers that uh, wanted access to better equipment. Nice. They specialize in professional grade conical fermenters and brew stands that are scaled down to homebrew sizes. And uh, they've got brew systems and conical fermenters for batch sizes from five gallons to 10 barrels. 10 barrels. They have some big ass stuff there. That's uh, huge. Oh, yeah. Jacketed, and this isn't just like, a, you know, a, a slab of metal punched out into a conical. They're jacketed conicals, and they're insulated. And uh, they got all the sanitary fittings just like uh, the pros use. They carry a huge variety of both threaded and tri-clover compatible sanitary fittings, valves, and pumps. Uh, head to brewershardware.com and upgrade your home brewing today. If you want to have the fancy gear... Check out homebrewers. Homebrew. Check out to brewershardware.com. Oh, it's already been a long day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, today, a listener, I can't remember his name. I think it was Brett. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> or Brent. Yeah, sure. Maybe yeah. Paul. Sure. Let's say oh, Brad yeah. at brewershardware.com. It was Brad it was at Brewers Brad Hardware. Hardware. Maybe it was Brad at brewershardware.com. Wrote in and. Um, <laughs> No, he was asking about the show and, and said, uh, "When are you, you know, uh, when are you to cover more styles?" And um, I'm like, "Well, what styles do you want us to cover?" And he said, "Well, the ones that don't belong in the style guide." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I'll bite." Sounds like something you 
fall for it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, which are those? I, you know, yeah, I'm, real I'm curious. Even the ones that do you have angst about? Oh, sure. <laughs> I got angst about all sorts of things. Um, and he said, uh, well, one is the, uh, the Trappist single. Category twenty six A. Yes, Trappist single. He's like, went in there, didn't he? He's like, that doesn't make any sense. First off, we're not going to get any, and the other issue is, well, isn't this just Belgian blonde? I'm like, well, all right. Or I said, we'll do a show. Belgian paint. You know, we'll wait a minute, we'll, we'll do it. And pornographic Steven has arrived. There you are. So in the same category is. Uh, what are, what are the? Do you remember the rest of the styles in that well, category? Well, a single, Belgian double. That's uh-huh. um, probably something else in there. I don't know. <laughs> Make more noise, <laughs> pornographic Steven. Whatever. What do you think? All right, so it's All the right. same category as a double. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking uh, Trappist single right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. 
This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. <clears throat> yeah, we're talking uh, Trappist Single. So Brent or Brad or Peter or Brad Stan at BrewersHardware.com. Whatever, whatever his name is. You was. know who you are. Right. He was complaining about Trappist Single as one of those uh, styles where it didn't seem to make sense that it was in the style guide. And, uh, you know, he asked, well, why isn't that just part of, you know, Belgian Blonde? You know, why, why all of a sudden break this out into, you know, the single? Well, this is lower alcohol, I think, than a blonde, Yeah, right? but, you know, there's, you know, what they've so, done is, is separate 4.8 to 6.0 and 6.0 to 7.5. That's the blonde. Um, the blonde is a, you know, a bigger beer, you know, a fuller beer, not as dry. I think uh, here. Let me let me read the uh, Trappist uh, single twenty six A out of the uh, the new guidelines. Overall impression: a pale, bitter, highly attenuated, well carbonated Trappist ale showing a fruity spices Trappist yeast character, a spicy floral hop profile, and a soft, supportive, grainy, sweet malt palate. The aroma is medium low to medium high Trappist yeast character, showing a fruity, spicy character along with medium to low, medium spicy or floral hops, occasionally enhanced by light herbal, citrusy, spicy additions. Spice additions. <clears throat> low to medium. Low grain, grainy sweet malt backup, backdrop. <clears throat> My eyesight's going, I'm getting old. Which may have a light honey or sugar quality. Fruit expression can vary widely. Citrus, palm fruit, stone fruit, light, light spicy yeast driven phenolics found in the best examples. Bubblegum inappropriate. Appearance pale yellow to medium gold color, generally good clarity with moderate size, persistent billowy white head with characteristic lacing. Fruity, hoppy, bitter, and dry. Initial malt sweet pression uh, with a grainy, sweet, soft malt palate and a dry, hoppy finish. The malt may have a light honeyed biscuit or cracker impression. Moderate spicy or floral hop flavor. Esters can be citrus, orange, lemon, grapefruit, palm fruit, apple, pear, or stone fruit, apricot, peach. Light to moderate spicy, peppery, or clove phenolics. Bitterness rises towards the crisp, dry finish with an aftertaste of light malt, moderate hops, and yeast character. Mouthfeel medium light to medium body. Smooth, medium high to high carbonation. Can be somewhat prickly. Uh, should not have noticeable alcohol warmth. Uh, comments not often labeled or available outside the monastery or infrequently brewed. Might also be called monk's beer or brother's beer. Highly attenuated, generally 85% or higher. History. While Trappist breweries have a tradition of brewing a lower strength beer as a monk's daily ration, the bitter pale beer this style describes is a relatively modern invention reflecting current tastes. Vesletteren uh, uh, first brewed theirs in 1999 but replaced older lower gravity products. Uh, characteristic ingredients, Pilsner malt, Belgian Trappist yeast, Sazer type hops. Style comparison, like a top fermented Belgian Trappist interpretation of a German Pils. Pale, hoppy, and well attenuated, but showing prototypical Belgian yeast character. Has less sweetness, higher attenuation, less character malt, and is much more hop-centered than a Belgian pale ale. More like a much smaller more highly hopped triple than a smaller Belgian blonde ale. All right. So there's kind of your answer. 
Uh, I've used 25 to 45. That's around 3 to 5. Original gravity, 1044, 1054. Final gravity, 1004 to 1010. ABV, 4.8 to 6.0. Commercial example, Aqual 5 Blonde, St. Bernardus Extra 4, uh, Vestmal Extra, Vestletter and Blonde. Uh, there you go. So I think... I think that uh, you know this is a, a style does exist. I think it's you know very hard to find examples, and I think that uh, it does a pretty decent job of explaining how it's different than the Belgian pale ale and different than the uh, Belgian blonde ale, right? Right. Yeah, that's great. They pointed that out. Right. I definitely was looking at the Belgian pale ale description just. To- Trying to see how they lined up or how they didn't. It's nicely highlighted that out. Um, well, and the thing about um, the gravity range is the same, pretty much. Right. I think the the thing that um, you know they they talk about how uh, you know it's like a German pills, you know, pale, hoppy, well attenuated, all that. Um, but <clears throat> it tends to have that kind of sweet uh, upfront initial little bit of sweetness. Not a you know heavy sweet, but it's it's sweeter up front than a German Pils would be. German Pils sure. dry from the beginning to yeah, the end. No totally, you know, malty dry, cracker dry, you know, no sweetness. And I think that um, that's kind of where the comparison with a and they a, use more bitterness to offset Pils. that that sweet sweet character. That's why it doesn't finish sweet. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, you know as bitter as a, a good German Pils. I would say. Well, then it would finish sweeter because, uh, the, yeah. It just has that, has that character, I think, hmm. you know, that uh, kind of gives it that, that sweetness up front. But, um, you know, it should still finish dry. It should still be, uh, you know, there should be some, some hop character. There should be, you know, some bitterness. Um, well, the, 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 the color can be a little darker, too. Mm. SRM is three to five, right, I think, right? right? Well, I don't German think you'd find pills. a Belgian... Oh, it's a good question. German pills two to two to four. Let me see. Uh, German, German, German pills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the Belgian pale uh, final gravities are ten to fourteen, and the right. trap is singular, like four to ten. So there's a big, mm-hmm. big difference right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Whereas the starting gravities aren't that too far, too much further right. apart. So right. there's, you can see what's going on there. They're, uh, you know, they're drying this out pretty well. Uh, Leaving it pretty hoppy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, not a, not a lot of residual sweetness, but yeah. just kind of that. And it's just a Belgian. It's just a Pilsner malt. That alcohol beer. sweetness up front, and, yeah. and and that you know Belgian Pilsner. German Pils is two to five SRM. Two to five. Uh, I was off by one SRM. But the IVUs are are, are pretty much exact. Uh, mm-hmm. German Pils IVUs are uh, twenty two to forty. Mm-hmm. ABV four point four to five point two. OG ten forty four to ten fifty. Mm-hmm. What kind of finishing gravities would they have on it? Uh, ten eight to ten thirteen. Yeah. So it's pretty much there, but it doesn't sound right to me. Anyways, is it? Is it? <laughs> is <laughs> it the, they coming up with the eight to thirteen? Take that on next time. Right. Yeah, is, yeah. is it the, the maybe the, the type of hops also? I wonder. I wonder mm, if that is. Yeah, I wonder point. if that should be something that needed to be added. The, the style of hops, because mm. you wouldn't be using mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. German pills like you wouldn't hop a German pills the same way you would a Belgian, no. a, a, a light Belgian mm. beer like this, right? Well, there is a lot of uh, German hops in Belgian beer. 
Uh, yeah, but I was English hops. There's, I mean, they just use whatever hops are around the area. Well, yeah, yeah, but if you're I doing the German, the German beers, you typically have German hops, like the, which are lower, un- right? And I think the more understand. like the more aggressive noble hop. The Germans, like right. the Greeks, are very, very stuck up about their hops. We sure what? <laughs> we just want to drink ouzo and make ouzo. out with chicks. Dude. We don't care. Yeah. Chicks right. or really? dudes? Well, dudes. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. I yes, you're right. Okay. Well. So, I've had so we're drinking right now a beer from Monkish, Monkish, yes, uh, down in Torrance, Torrance, uh, called Ninja Star, Belgian style blonde slash mm-hmm. single ale. Mm-hmm. So even they don't know blonde slash single, <laughs> right? Just right. they're kind of right in the middle. But I think they're that that like, fits their their kind of uh, you know their brand, right? They're kind of just brewing beers and 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 whatever they like. Oh well, I would say this that um, one of the things you have to do on labeling things is to make it as Marketable, you know, well, yeah, marketable or just kind of approachable, you know, approachable, and and uh, you know, plain as possible to the consumer that does not know what a single would be. Right. If you market a beer as a single, people would be like, "What? What does that mean? What's a single? I don't want a single. Double must be better. Yeah, single. Right. right, exactly. Exactly. There's single a, means less, and there's, I don't. There's want a lot it. of people that actually just come and hop grenade alone, and it's just like. Well, I was like, "What do you What do you drink?" They're like, okay, I, "I like ales." Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And that's all we have. good. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. And <laughs> tell I, me well, more. And, um, I like wet beer. I like carbonated wet beer. Yeah. Do you have anything like that? But um, you know, so by saying blonde, I think that actually just gives the consumer a little bit more information if they're yeah. unfamiliar with what a single. Yeah, you can might compare be. it to other commercial. Right. It's like things. okay, it's, it's like Belgian. Or well, it's Belgian and it's blonde. Okay, so it's kind of pale and it's got some Belgian character. And it's low alcohol, lower yeah. well, alcohol. You know, they, they can look on the, yeah, the ABV and all that's on there. Yeah. And so I would, I would say that you know that's just a necessary part of. You know, selling to a wide range of consumers. I think that's well done. You know, totally. The, the beer geek in me looks at it and goes, "Oh, single. All right." The you know consumer that doesn't know what a single might be um, is kind of educated and says, "Oh, okay." So I, I, I think that's that's well done. Yes. No? Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. I'm, I, th- I thought you were going. I thought you were going different places. Yeah, you know, the, the, the I'm right here, man. I'm I, right here. I definitely agree with you. The best, uh, the the first, actually pure example I've had of this was the the uh, West Lettering Six, which is their blonde, mm-hmm. that, that their mm-hmm. cable beer. Right. Um, Justin actually, when he was in Belgium, I don't know, several years ago, brought a bunch of West, West Lettering back, and uh, that was a beer that he had, and it was it was two weeks old, hand carried over, you know, across, and it was. It was amazing. It was so good. Uh, it tasted a lot like this. It was, I think it was a little bit more dry, a little bit less sweet, but the mm-hmm. hop aroma, the hop flavor, mm-hmm. was was it was probably the first Belgian beer that I'd ever had that was aggressive in that manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I started realizing that that Belgians drink their beer fresh. They don't age right. their beer for years. Exactly. And years. Exactly. This whole stupid thing of saving beers—it's ridiculous. Well, the vast majority of beers should not be saved and aged. Yeah. The vast majority of beers are ready to be consumed right then and there. And that's you know, it, it, it's rare that a beer should but be mostly even, an even American sours. thing. It's a like a collector thing, I guess. Or well, you buy know. more than you could drink. What are you going to do? But yeah, right. I, I think it was a lot of um, you know when 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 home brewing kind of was really taken off in the seventies and eighties. There was a lot of people going to Europe, 
getting these beers and coming back and like hanging out and hanging on oh. to them because they couldn't get them and they were just we were drinking them old and oxidized or we go to the liquor store and they were imported and they were heat damaged and- i will also throw it out on the belgians themselves or the europeans yeah that it's a lot of their fault because yes i like this blame them yes <laughs> yes blame the foreigners <laughs> because are they foreign Yes, if they're, European. they're foreign, man. Right. For foreign, his foreign is all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, um, no, because in Europe they put like best buy dates of like three years mm. on the bottle. Oh, they they everyone there wants a minimum of a year. See, they don't. I mean, we're know. selling our beer over there. They want a minimum of a year of best buy dating, and then they want they prefer three years. I'm like, huh. it's a double IPA. I'm not going to put a one-year Best Buy date on it. I said, I'll put, like, the date was packaged, and you can infer what you want from there. <laughs> if you think it's three years, I won't. Hey, it'll still, people... it'll still be something you can consume without injury for, you know, 20 years probably. Is yeah. it, well, with a palate injury, maybe not personal injury. Right. Is is that something that they're kind of uh, like reflecting back on on us, or, or or do the Europeans put those same kind of aging restrictions on their own beers that sold within the EU? Right. Yes. So everything okay. sold in the EU needs like a expiration date. Really, everything, including the beer. And so, so they were making some ridiculous years. date, which is like not having one. Or- right. Yeah. The Belgians are like, ah, screw you. Here you go. <laughs> Give <laughs> you three day. years. Are you happy now? And and I and I you know I I kind of uh, so I think you know it's more our our, our damn American uh, mindset that we looked at a date. See now I'll blame it on the on those stupid Americans because those guys are idiots. <laughs> because you're right. Uh, because um, you know we've looked at these dates and we're like, well, hey, you know it's good for three years. Let's age this thing. You know we're very we're we're pretty darn literal and specific here in the U.S. If you give us a date, we're just like, well, that date means something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like showing up on time and things like that. We tend to do those things. Yeah, and I think that you know that sort of thing is you know part of the part of the the miscommunication, so to speak. There's a All beer right. that we have here that says um, good for 25 years. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. I know the beer you're talking about. It's like right. blood, the blood, sweat, and tranin. Yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like a, it's like good for twenty Netherlands years. or whatever. Yeah, it's a Netherlands beer. I'm like no beer I've ever had, even that's designed what, five years. Was it good for a week? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it's probably not yeah. even good now. <laughs> Much less twenty five years from now. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, I want to hear from all of you what you think of the uh, the monkish and their their single. All right, right after this. Hey there, BN Army. Have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, Y yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. 
They even have all grain systems from Grain Fathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems. Thanks to Jade, the brand new all grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you. And all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear about Craft Brew? No, I haven't. What do you know? They're raising funds for the latest project, and it's a countertop conical fermenter. Countertop conical. Countertop conical. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Made from plastic. It's over 90% more scratch-resistant than other plastic conicals and 71% less oxygen permeable. That's one of the big problems with a a plastic uh, fermenter, like, you know, the buckets that a lot of people use. Uh, too oxygen permeable. Well, they've come up with one that's 71% less oxygen permeable. And the other problem with a lot of plastic gear is scratches. Scratches, okay. yep, totally. Again, so it's a harder plastic, less less uh, permeable, so it's going to be, uh, you know, 
it's going to last a hell of a lot longer, and your beer is going to turn out better from it uh, just because you won't have all that oxygen in- ingress. Low-profile stand allows it to fit snugly in your fridge or right on your countertop. It's not like, you know, six feet tall where you need, like, a separate place in the garage <laughs> yeah, no, for it. You don't need a ladder. This will actually go on your countertop, which or, is kind of cool. Or fitting in the fridge, maybe more to the point because you can yeah, yeah, get yeah. temperature control. Exactly. To ease, easier temperature control. So yeah. cleaning is a breeze because the entire lid comes off. And so you can be sure you get all those those crusties oh. off the sides. So it's one of the problems with uh, you know Carboy. the plastic conicals that have been there or the the carboys is the opening's too small. Yeah. One of the advantages to a steel stainless steel conical is the whole lid comes off. You reach in there. Well, same thing on this one. Hmm. So you can actually get that thing clean. And then they include a giant three-inch butterfly valve at the bottom. Three-inch, allowing you to attach Whoa. any size mason jar at the bottom for yeast collection during fermentation. Oh, I see. And then when you're done, you shut that off and just unscrew there it. There you go. And you got, your, you got your yeast in there. Ten and lid on there, and away you yeah. go. Isn't that cool? Nice. So if you're interested, which I'm thinking, I'm thinking we all are, I'll try it. head over to kickstarter.com, search The Catalyst, and support our friends Writing at that down. Craft a Brew, making this new fermenter a reality. Uh, so yeah. The Catalyst at kickstarter.com. Um, I tell you, I hear a lot of Kickstarter stuff, but this one actually, I think, has uh, got some legs. I think so too, and there's a lot of people that have backed it already so far. It's already yeah. it's already overfunded, but okay. you know when you go to Kickstarter, you usually get a better deal. You get a better deal. You get so, in on the ground floor on yep. something, so you get your order in early. I think it's worth doing. Yeah, totally. If you're in the if you're in the market for a new uh, fermenter, uh, plastic conical from uh, Craft Brew, that might be your ticket right there. So go check it out. All right, <clears throat> we have all partaken of the monkish. Apparently, Taylor has not. No, I just want more. You just want more. Yeah. Taylor's oh, going right. back for seconds. Going, going back, back for seconds. seconds. So it tastes like uh, MGD. Is that, is that what you're telling me? Is that, <laughs> is that why you're, you're back for more? Yeah, Your yeah, favorite? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's high life. MGD, I don't think it's hipster enough. No, you need the, yeah. You need the clear bottle. Absolutely. I know what, you, I know what you're putting down. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I got you. You got the hipster lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Well, pornographic Steven. As your mother calls my, you, she does. Yes, <laughs> I just call you Porno Steve. My full brother. name when I'm in trouble. Porn, That's what she says. Pornographic dildo Steven. Yeah, there's got to be a middle name in there. You got to have the middle name. How did you know that? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Pornographic. D- I'm glad she doesn't Steven. listen to this. <laughs> Well, she's like, she's sitting at home knitting or something going, you know, I really should check in more with my son's life. Let me tune in. Let me see. And now oh she's listening. God. He yeah. told me he was doing these shows. Yeah. I didn't know they were porno shows. I'm so proud I'm of so, him. I'm so glad he stopped the porno in Texas. I'm the so Crack Wrangler stuff was so embarrassing. But now. He's just talking about it. He's just talking about it. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of actually doing it. Oh, All right, God. pornographic All right. dildo, Steven. Um, just the little this, things. I like this beer. It's P- really PDS. Um, um, it's really easy to drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh-huh. think it could be carbonated a bit more. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, just. Oh, that's, really? That's me. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Shh. Huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, um. I hope Brett or Brent or Steve or Paul or whatever his name is is happy with what he is is produced in this show. Brent or Steve or Paul, and he wasn't here for the first part. What do you think? I wasn't. I was well, how traffic. would you, how would you rank the monkish 
out of the the one beers we've had. Out of the one. <laughs> Whoa. Uh... Would you rate that as number one in, in your list? It's, it's or not overly one? sweet. I think the thing that I was probably expecting um, mm-hmm. was it to be overly sweet. Um, I've had Why some. Why is that? A lot of, lot of Belgian beers lot are of, overly sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of Belgians. And what you talked about, the bubble gum mm-hmm. being inappropriate, I've mm-hmm. gotten that a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of Belgian beers. And that's mm-hmm. what I kind of expected. I can see how this was kind of going there. Mm-hmm. But it just stopped to the point of where it was um, not inappropriate, as the style guide mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Um, not too malty. Like I uh-huh. said, not too sweet. Uh-huh. Uh, very crisp, very dry. Yes. I absolutely appreciated that. Um, yeah. Color's good. All right. So you're ranking it uh, as your top beer. One in the out category? of one. All right, all right. Yeah, JP. Um, I agree. Also, it, it is it's the top beer that I've had today. That is a Trappist single. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not too many of these out, out there, which is which is why we kind of struggled <clears throat> to, to find this beer in the first place. Um, the Westie Six is is of course my probably the best beer I've ever had in my entire life. But this is uh, this is up there. Uh, as far as the style guidelines go, I think the flavor is, is, is good. It's not too dry, like Pornographic Steven was saying. Um, but it does kind of dry out towards the end. It doesn't leave any residuals. Uh, it's very clean at the end. Uh, the yeast character isn't too isn't too high, isn't too low. It's kind of just right in the middle. The hop flavor kind of carries a lot of stuff, cleans up any residual sweetness that there might be. Um, it's a very light beer, very easy-drinking beer. Um, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. So you would also rank it as your number one. Your it's number, my number one. Yeah, it's it's right. my number one. It's it's not it's not too spicy. Okay. It's not too fruity. It's just kind of right there. Okay. Yeah. Tasty. Yeah, I think it's it tastes to me like a, a Belgian blonde. Like mm-hmm. a, like mm-hmm. a, and uh, well, and that's uh, that's the uh, the question that Brent, Steve, Brett. Yeah. Why isn't Paul, why isn't uh, yeah? Why 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 do we have a Trappist single when we could just uh, call it a Belgian blonde? Do it a blonde. Yeah. Uh-huh. This seems more like the blonde. It doesn't mean it doesn't have the hop character that I think is described by the uh, mm-hmm. by this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a lot more. Uh, give me more uh, fruity esters from like a maybe more from like a Belgian yeast rather than the, the Trappist yeast. Mm-hmm. You know, the Trappist mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. traditional Trappist. So mm-hmm. getting more. Uh, I think I, I would expect more fermentation character uh, in this. In I'm getting more fermentation character in this beer than I would expect in the in the Trappist single. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting mm. points, Tasty. Mm. It's like you thought this thing through. So you, instead of rating it number one, you would rate it number one. I would go number one instead. Yes. 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 Uh, no, I'm going, taking a chance, getting out there on a limb. I'm, I'm, right, right, right. I'm a baller. <laughs> I tell you. Are you we going to take a break and then you're going to tell us why, <laughs> why you're wrong? wrong? <laughs> well, wait. So so you, you think there's too much? Steve's heard this show before. You think I didn't think he paid that much attention. You think there's too much <laughs> fermentation characteristic in this beer? Mm. Well, is I, that what you're saying? I, I would expect. I think it's got a, a fair amount. I just expect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you know, Tasty's uh, pointing out that uh, were it uh, you know a blonde or something, he would expect more of that yeast character and less if it was Trappist. Really? Yeah. Really? Belgian? Yeah. Are you sure? I don't know. That's what I'm, I don't know, what I'm thinking. I don't, don't know. have those confused. I'm not sure. I could, I could go the other way. Because sure. I think a blonde ale doesn't have as, as much of this characteristic. Well, it's, it's maybe more malt, are be malt focus and less. Mouthfeel. More what? Malt focused? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less malt, less mouth. It's just, it's just kind of less mouthfeel. It's more Big, thinner. B- bigger beer. And less uh, fermentation thinner. characteristic. 
Well, so you're saying that the... Uh, right? I'm making up words right now, so I don't know. What I I'm agree saying. with these made-up words. I'm just nodding and being like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You, are you saying that the blonde is bigger? No, no, no. Other way, other way around. Smaller in mouthfeel. Yes. The blonde, I would think, would be bigger in mouthfeel. Really? Well... Let's turn to the style guide and what they say. Okay, let's do that. It, it's a slightly bigger beer. So um, in the Trappist single, medium light to medium body. Uh, in the in the blonde, they're going medium body. Okay. Uh, a little bit of alcohol, warm, smooth, creamy. Um, a little bit, a little bit bigger on the blonde. A little, little thicker and fuller. Um, hmm. Let's go into the uh, the aroma or, or flavor. Um. Uh, a subtle yeast character that may include spicy phenolics, perfume or honey-like alcohol. Yeast, fruity esters, commonly orange-like or, or lemony. Light sweetness, uh, subtle yet complex. Whereas if you're talking the Trappist single, you're going um, medium-low to medium-high Trappist yeast character. Fruity, spicy character along with the, the, the medium-low to uh, medium-spice floral hops. Um, but I think... Uh, uh, you know, it, so I think I think um, the the two you have, you know, both sides of it, and I think you're both right in 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 some respects. Um, you know, I think uh, you know the the blonde would be fuller. Um, I think that the Trappist would be a little uh, fruitier mm, okay. um, than the blonde. So JP. Um, I'm with you there. I, but I think that's an, an excellent point, Tasty. I think you're bringing up the fact that um, here's one of the fundamental things between blonde and single, between, uh, you know, the Belgians and the Trappists, um, you know, the, the yeast character is different. And we tend to think of them all as very similar and the same or, you know, oh, they're all, you know, phenolic. They're all fruity. But Tasty's pointing out. No, the, those different yeasts and those different categorizations have different characters. And that's one of the things that differentiates between a blonde, between a pale, and between a, a, a single. Um, I'm not sure what they say about pale now, but um, back in my day, when I was writing <laughs> up uh, style... Oh, here it is. When I was writing up uh, style things, uh, Belgian pale for me was very... Actually quite clean. Um, had very minimal um, uh, yeast character. Um, they go moderate to moderately high fruitiness with an orange pear-like character. Okay, well, pear-like, yeah. Um, background level phenols. It was fairly clean. Um, if you look at uh, some of those uh, those Belgian uh, pale ales. Well, I, I've had the, the West Letter in Blonde, and it it, it is a very uh, clean and dry mm-hmm, and understated, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. not real spicy, fruity kind of beer. Oh, it's delicious. It's so good, though. Yeah, it's so good. I think it's why it's drinkable. There's no pushback. There's nothing to right. get but in the, the way. But the Vest, Vest Letterin uh, Blonde is uh, a Trappist example. Yes. I'm just saying that. Trappist it, single, right. Yeah. And so it, it doesn't, the style guide does not mirror what the beer is. That's kind of the problem here. Yeah. Okay. We're not really sure that the style guide is 100%. Are we challenging the 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 uh, hive mentality of the of the style guidelines? Right hey, now? hey, hey, hey! No, no. Have, are we doing that? Oh, I don't okay. know that we've ever done that on this show. Okay, are so we doing it now? <laughs> I think we. When will now be now? When are we going to stop? 
I think pretty. Yeah, I think pretty much <laughs> every 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 episode. Every read a style guide. We, every other words. That's we're like, oh no. Oh, that's, oh, screw that. We disagree. That's not right. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know that we totally disagree, but well, if you if I made we like, a, to, we like to pick nits. If I made a Westy Blonde uh, clone, nailed it hundred percent, and entered in this category, I probably wouldn't score because I wouldn't be as fruity ears. Right, right, right. It's estery. Estery and yeah. right. orange and paranoid. Well, and I totally. think, you know, part of the part of the reason we do this is, you know, to, to help people understand the style guides better and understand, you know, beers, and especially if you're going to enter a competition. But I think by, by questioning things, you make things better. It yeah. doesn't mean we disrespect the style guides or the no. effort that's been put into it. What we're doing is just, you know, discussing it and... Yeah, you know, like you would in your garage. Yeah, well, that's why they get reviewed yeah. and updated, right? Exactly, it's because things change. Right. And, there will be a 2017 or 2018, and oh, right. uh, hopefully, some of these comments, uh, you know, help out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you, you you can't. The only reason you're able to make comments is because right. somebody put information together and put it out there right. first. Or if they disagree with what we're saying, yeah, um, you know, they've got a reason yeah. for it. They, they could they, they got back the arguments. It up. They got the yeah, argument exactly. ready. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. if they're disagreeing with what we're saying, they can fuck off. That's right. They're, yeah. they're totally well, fucking wrong. Right. God damn. That's God not even damn worth bother saying. Right. Arrogant bastards. Go drink bleach. Um, <laughs> all right. So you want to hear what Zero I think about this Real beer? quick. Oh, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, I also think it's quite excellent. I like this beer a lot. It's pretty good. It's not bad. However. Yeah. However. Oh, maybe we should take a break. Let's do that. And then tell us why you were wrong. Let's take a break, and when we come back, I will tell you why you've missed all the critical factors in this beer right after this. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. For more than 20 years, White Labs has collected yeast strains from around the world and kept them locked away. Until now. Through the Yeast Vault, they are now releasing new, creative, and unique strains. Most have never been used in commercial products. Some have names you can barely pronounce. And all are uniquely White Labs in quality and performance. Now they're giving you the opportunity to unlock the vault. Here's how it works. Pick the yeast you want from the vault. As soon as 500 people have chosen that yeast, your card will be charged and your yeast will go into production. A short time later, a fresh White Labs Pure Pitch package will show up at your door, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. For the first time, White Labs is letting you into their secret yeast vault, unlocking access to hundreds of strains never available before. Join the White Labs Customer Club for first access to the vault. 
Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. <laughs> All right. We're back. Um, so I would say. Now, what do you think about this? Uh, I think I think this is, I think it's excellent. I think it's really well made. I think there's a few small flaws that keep it from being. In what you the, know, just, just number one, God's, of God's gift to to trap a single. I I would I would suggest back me up here, JP Tasty. Not really, Steve. That uh, this should be entered into the Trappist single category as a classic example. Do you think so? I think so. I think it's real close. I don't think I'd put it at the top of the list. Classic, I... but I would. I would. I would throw it in there at the bottom of the list. I think. I think a couple things. One, it's a little too uh, hazy for a true. Uh, no, don't even get me single. started. I think it's not quite hoppy enough, as Tasty pointed out. I agree with that. I think there's a little bit of a funky stink to it, a little kind of cheesy footy thing going on. Okay. It's probably how it was treated here at the Cop Grenade. That's that's, because I saw Steve pull out of his ass. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think it's a little too full on the sweetness up front, but I think it does get a nice dryness. Yes. It's a good beer. Anything that, those things are not nothing wrong with it. They're right, just talking right, about how right. they don't fit the style. Well, no, it's a really but, good beer. So if this was in a mix of uh, you know five or six classic examples, mm-hmm. I'm betting that this would do better than most of those yeah. because a lot of those would be oxidized and old and stale and all that stuff. And right. I'm just saying, for you to be able to find a classic example here in the United States, I think you would do better, especially on the West Coast. Picking up some monkish mm-hmm. uh, and drinking that, and I think Our, that's going to get you the closest, you know, example to a classic example mm-hmm. versus yes. picking up some stale if you're in the garbage US from because where, oh sure 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 it'll travel and right knows for sure. what happens to it kind of right so I think um, you know be, because of that I think yeah you should pick up a bottle and uh, check it out if you're interested in the trap is yeah. single through that. Yeah, you'll, but, uh, get, you'll get a better chance of scoring in the category than you would with the Westie. Yeah, because right. you're not going to get a Westie six. Tell you that much right now. Right. So for that reason, I have it as my number one. There you go. Oh, y'all did it to us again. I did it to you again. Yeah. I had a completely different order than the rest of you. Uh-huh. Had it as number one. You did well. You you fooled it us. Happened every. All right. Yeah. Tasty actually did his homework. And uh, has no, some I'm recipe just, information for us. Extember, uh, well, I, first of all, the Stog Island says the ingredients are uh, Pilsner malt. I would just do Pilsner malt, Trappist yeast, and, you know, some 
German or, spicy or some uh, Saz hops or yeah. Yeah. even some Fuggles or something like that. What is they Spalt? Well, I went to, to brewersfriend.com, and uh, there's a place where people put their recipes, and uh, there must have been 40 or so, or, or some good number of them there for uh, Trappist Single. That like, Obviously, home brewers, or maybe professional brewers, put into the database, but this, this site also cross-references those recipes. And, for instance, it says, like, you know, everybody used Pilsner Malt, okay? Well, then, but yeah. some people did use... Up to like five percent of aromatic, and some used uh, up to ten percent Vienna. Hmm. You know, they're trying to make you know some more character in there. I guess more I'd avoid character. both both of those. Yeah, I don't think that's going to play well. Yes, yeah. in, in this beer because you're By trying the to make guy a German like. Pilsner. Yeah, uh, with the Belgian yeast character. Yeah, a few, a few used. Uh, how many? Four out of like forty. Use a little bit of acidulated. You know, tarten it up sure. a bit. Sure. The pH sure. down. Yeah. Uh, f- four or so use some uh, sugar. I don't know. Might as well keep it dry. Sure. Get it up and make sure. it bigger in its category, more alcohol sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. that's kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, hops, most everybody used uh, Saz, like the uh, mm-hmm. Dog mm-hmm. Guideline says, but a few used uh, Stirring Goldings. Right. It's about half the people use Stirring Goldings. I think you could use Halitau. Uh, and a few, uh, five out of 40 use Halitau. And use a bunch. Some use Perlet. It, it gives a really nice uh, spicy floral. Yeah. 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 If you use Northern Brewer, wow, that's amazing. Just three. Hmm. Uh, if you use Magnum, like, what? who cares about it? We're just going to make it bitter, neutral, hmm. don't any hop flavor at all yeah. or aroma. But I think I could see why it's sauce. That seemed that would work really well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeast, I think everybody used. Uh, like a Trappist, like the, the 500 or something? Or, oh, see, well, here's the another, 530? Okay. Yeah, five, uh, the 530 and uh, then the... Uh, Thirty-seven, eighty-seven. That must be Y yeast. I think I'd go like five fifty or five hundred. That's the Belgian, uh, not the Abbey, but the Morphenol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go a little more bold. Yeah, I think you have to with a beer like this. Well, and for a couple of reasons. One is I think it's a small beer, and if you use a, a more neutral yeast, it's going to come out too clean because there's just not a lot of runway for it. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm. Explain this right, but runway. Okay. you know the, the the bigger the beer, I think the more you know runway you have for the yeast to express its character. Well, you have more. Of. You have more more yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. more yeah. extra right. material, more more, right. ac- more activity. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if this is, you know, there's no scientific basis on this, but this, this is what Let's my mind my my mind says to me is well, on a smaller beer, I'm not going to get as much you know character out of the yeast. So no, okay. I need every to, time a, a, set, a yeast eats a maltose, mm-hmm. character is introduced. Mm-hmm. There's fewer mm-hmm. to eat and mm-hmm. less character. Sure. So that's why I'm thinking. Well, I'd use a more characterful yeast in this beer to build up that, yeah. given the smaller. Right, uh, right, right. I got it. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, even if one might be in, in bigger beers too flavorful, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. beer may just get, bring the right kind of amount of flavor. In. Right, right. I like that in turn the concept of like you know like low ABV session beers. Mm-hmm. You can create a flavor in there mm-hmm. that people can hang on to. It is it's what it makes it more of a satisfying beer. Yeah, this beer was five three. Yeah, that's nice for five three. Five three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, th- I think they could have got away with four eight. Yeah. Oh, they should have got it. Yeah. Anything yeah. sub five for me is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five three. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. All right. Bevo, we actually have somebody listening in the chat. Is it Brent, Brett, Paul, Steve, whatever his name is? I told him I, we're going to do these shows Tuesday. I threatened him. No, Taylor's not going to turn on your mic. He's 
too busy no. twiddling his knob. Hi. There you go. I'm here. It's from Shoe Brew. Um, he asks, when brewing these Belgian styles, do you let the ferment rise in temperature, either controlled or let it ramp up as high as it wants to get? Generally, I will start, uh, you know, the same as like a clean ale, you know, 67, 68, something like that. And then I'll let it go up a, a few degrees. I'll go up to like 72 or something like that in the Belgians. What about you guys? Over the whole length? Just let it over the whole length of the ferment? Or? Yeah, I won't go crazy. I won't go like 84 or 85 yeah, or right. something like that or 93. I, I, but I'll let it go up a little bit. I'm not. A, I'm not because I. I can because I can control the temperature. Uh, maybe unlike a a brewery that's warming up a beer, I like to let it go at least halfway at, at the at the lower temperature, uh-huh. and then let it. Well, let then it tell it rise tell it to rise, if you will. Right. I don't free rise. If I want it to be seventy, mm-hmm. punch in seventy and mm-hmm. press enter. Um, yeah, I just that seems like uh, I get a what I'm looking for is a great attenuation, mm-hmm. but I get all the low ester sort of thing that I. Expected out of the yeast at the primary temperature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I start. I ferment at seventy four when mm-hmm. I because I, I, I have a, a beer that's sort of like this, but not really. Uh-huh. I didn't bring it up because it kind of sucks. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll start. Thanks, Beth. So I'll start at uh, about seventy four because I, for me, that what, you, at what that yeast hot. Are you using? Um, I'm using oddly enough. I'm using the Abbey. Ah, and see, the so Abbey I, doesn't produce a whole lot unless it, you get warm, right? So and that's so that's why. that's why I'm I'm, I'm cranking it up seventy four, right, and that's right. that's about the sweet spot I think for that beer for mm-hmm. for for a recipe like this, mm-hmm. really light on kind of everything uh, except the hops, I suppose. There you go. Yeah. Well, you're such a hop monster, so I really am. I love it. I can't get enough mm-hmm. of it. And and you, uh, Steve, uh, in your your brewing career now, um, have you brewed anything yet? Nope. Still working on getting equipment. Okay. Well, there you go. Yep. All right. Another fine show. Thank you all uh, for uh, participating, especially uh, Brent, Stephen, Paul, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Thanks for thanks for the suggestion. I yeah. think we, we actually had fun with it. Brad. Is it Brad at BrewersHarbor.com? Brad BrewersHarbor.com. No? It is? No. Was it? It, it, it? No, but it no. is now. It is because he's oh, a, no, he's I a sponsor of the show. No, no, he's our he's they're the no. sponsor of our show. So right. he's if we don't know a name, it's default Brad. Oh yeah, no, no, that's what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely Brad at Brewers Hardware. Right. The other guy, I don't know. <laughs> so check out BrewersHardware.com. Find sponsors of our show. They make uh, you know professional grade equipment for uh, really stepping up your brew game. You know, if you're looking for uh, that stuff that uh, is is pro grade quality at home brew, you know sizes they got it or if you're opening a, a brewery and you need some uh you know some fermenters from people that uh, are looking for quality stuff there you go and then uh check out the brewing network store there's lots of great stuff in there they've got uh you know t-shirts they got hats they got hoodies they got uh, growlers they got uh, glassware they got uh, uh speakers they got lights they got uh, doorways are you just looking at things and saying you love them <laughs> yes <laughs> Very strong, everybody. I don't.